the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising this Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Our Response to the Word. God made an awesome statement to us in the book of Isaiah about the power of his word. He said, It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. But the problem for many believers is that they don't understand that's not an automatic promise, but it's a conditional promise. It's conditional on our response to God's word. It's true that God's word doesn't return void and that it accomplishes everything that God sends it to do. But that's under the condition that we respond to it properly like God wants us to do. Because if we don't respond properly to it, then it won't accomplish anything that it was sent to do for me and you. That's why it's so important, saints of God, that we learn how to respond properly to God's word so we can accomplish all that it was sent to do in the lives of me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Are you going to hold on to what God said? Problem is, too many people are trying to repair the roof in the middle of the rainstorm. Are you listening to me? This is why we show up to church. We don't show up to church just to do our religious duty. You learn, you show up to church, you better get your roof solid, get your foundation solid so that when the storms and wane come and beat up against it, that it will not be shaken. When your wife turn around and look at you and say, I'm out of here, I ain't got nothing else to do with you. You already know what to do. Are you listening to me? Or even better, praise God, you'll know what to do so they don't do it. You got to hold fast. You got to earnestly contend for the faith. Turn over to Numbers 13. Numbers 13. What kind of church you bring me up in? A real one? Praise God. Numbers 13. This one ain't about head counts. See, the other ones were satisfied just when they counted the heads. They was like, okay, that's enough. Praise God. We're, we're, we're doing good. Praise God. We have two more people than last week. Numbers 13. I ain't into that. I'm into, is your life better this week than it was last week? Numbers 13. <laughs> Do you know more? Are you holding on to this thing stronger? Well, last week we were studying this part right here, and I just want to hit, a, hit it, and then we move on. This is some more awesome stuff, and we'll jump off from here into some stuff that's going to bless you. Numbers 13, of course, this is, you know, we learned already where God had delivered the children of Israel out of Egyptian bondage, delivered them out of Egyptian bondage so that he can get them into the promised land. Understand this, precious. Anytime God delivers you out of something, it's to get you into something. Anytime God delivers you out of something, it's to get you into something. When you got saved, he delivered you out of something. Now he's trying to get you into something. He's not satisfied that you're now saved and all that kind of stuff. There's more he wants to get into your life. Are you listening to me? 
what we understand to be salvation is just the vestibule of the house. He's got a big mansion waiting on you of tremendous, awesome things that you can be able to have and enjoy in your life. But in order for you to be able to make it into that, you have to cooperate with him the same way you cooperated with him initially. The reason the way you received your salvation was cooperating with God, hearing what he had to say, believing it and then doing it. And when you did it, God did what he did. Now that he's delivered you out of something, he wants to get you into something. And in order to get you to, into something, you got to do the same thing. You got to hear it. You got to believe it. And then you got to act upon it. Because if you hear it, believe it and act upon it, then he can manifest it in the midst of your life. Praise God. Here he is dealing with the children of Israel about that, trying to get them into the promised land because it was time for them to get into what he had in store for them. Just like it's time for you to get into what God has in store for you. It's time for you to get what it is that God has in store for you. It's time for you to be who God designed and ordained you to be. It's time for you to get past this frustration, all this foolishness, all this nonsense that you've been dealing with. It's time to get what God has in store for you. Starting with verse one, and the Lord spake unto Moses. Of course, Moses is the head of the people. He's the head of the people representing your head. Praise God, because you got, you, you know, you have a head. In the head is the mind, the will, and the emotions. In the head is the mind, will, and emotion. It's the decision-making factory that decides whether or not we're going to be able to move forward into what it is that we're supposed to by thinking what's supposed to be thought. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. So how you think is so very important. That's why it's so important that as to why, what you watch, what you listen to, what you hear. That's why it's so important because that affects your thinking. And once it affects your thinking, if it's negative, then you're going to live out the negativity because as a man thinketh, so is he. Are you listening to me? We read on. He, so God spoke to Moses and said, send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I gave unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man, everyone a ruler among them. That was the end of his instructions. He said, man, you send somebody out there, send some of the people out there from each tribe so they can go spy out the land. I just want them to go look at what it is I have in store for you. Look at. Now, God told them to go look. Okay. So verse three, and Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel, which means there were people who were following them, too. And then through, you know, from verse four down, it begins to start talking about who it was that went. Pookie, Ray Ray, Raul, Miguel, you know, Sanchez, you know, Jim, you know, Jimmy Lou, you know, all them. They went down. And so then you drop down to verse 16. And these are the names of the men which Moses sent to spy out the land. And Moses called Oshea, Oshea, the son of Nun. Uh, yeah. And, the, and Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, not like that. And said unto them, get ye up this way southward and go up into the mountain and see the land, which what it is. And the people that dwell therein, hold up, we're starting to go into some stuff God didn't say. And the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds. And what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not. <laughs> and be ye of good courage and bring of the fruit of the land. <laughs> now the time was the time of the first fruit grapes. So they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of Zin unto Rahab as men come to uh, Hamath. So stop right there. We already learned last week a very important principle. And that's that God said, go just look at the land that I have in store for you. 
But Moses, the head, said a lot more than what God said. Anytime your head says a lot more than what God said, you got you a problem to start with. Anytime the head says more than what God said, there's more words in it other than what God said. You got you a major problem because they had them a major problem. Why? Because Moses sent them out and had them consider things that God did not ask them to consider. He sent them out considering things that God never asked them to consider. God did not ask them to go see how many people in the land because it was irrelevant uh, how many people were in the land because it didn't have nothing to do with that. God didn't ask them to go see whether there was wood in the land, whether what the land was like, whether there be brooks and streams. He didn't ask to see all that. Why? Because that's got nothing to do with what God is about to do. See, anytime you have information in your head, which is additional than what it is that God has said, you have a major problem because these are points of consideration which are superfluous. These are uh, 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 points of consideration that are irrelevant. Are you listening to me? And all they're going to do is get in the way of you receiving what it is that God has in store for you because now you're thinking about things that are irrelevant and got nothing to do with what it is that God said. What difference does it make how many people is in the land and who these people are? Because God's going to deliver you anyway. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. That God had just delivered them from the children. I mean, from the, uh, uh, the, 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 the what's their names? The Egyptians. He had just uh, delivered them from the Egyptians. Now, at that time, that was the strongest army on the face of the earth at that time. And God delivered them and they never had to lift a hand. They never had to fight one person. Why is that? Because when God said they was gone, they was gone because God was going to be their deliverer. And just like God's going to be what going to be your deliverer is your deliverer. God is also going to deliver to you what it is he has in store for you. He already told him I'm going to give you the land. He already told him I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Now, if I'm going to give it to you, then that doesn't mean that all that other stuff is irrelevant. If I'm going to give you a brand new Benz, what difference does it make what your credit record is? What difference does it make whether or not there's uh, other car dealerships in San Antonio that sell Benz? What difference does it make whether or not uh, there's other people that might have a Benz or might not have a Benz? What difference does it make what your education level was? What difference does it make whether or not your, you know, your dog like you or don't like you? None. None. None none of this got anything to do with it. So why would you consider any of those things after I tell you I'm going to give you a Benz? Well, this is what the children of Israel are doing. And the head Moses had them consider stuff that wasn't even relevant. It's time to get a new head. And that's what God's trying to do is give you a new head by renewing your mind, by getting out of your mind, all those things that ought not be there that have nothing to do with his ability to get to you what it is he's going to get to you. God's going to bring you into a lifestyle that has nothing to do with any of these other things. So why you even think about that? Only thing they needed to know is that God was going to give it and that God was with them. That's all they needed to know. God was going to give it. God was with them. You still with me, God? Yeah, I'm still with you. You still going to give it? Yeah, I'm still going to give it. That's all I need to know. And all you need to know is God is with you and God's going to give it. That's all you need to know. Everything else is additional information, which is totally irrelevant. Are you listening to me? So let's see what happened. Of course, they came back and, 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 and we started verse 22. And they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron where all them folk are. <laughs> and they came unto the brook of that place. And watch this now. And cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes. How many? One, one cluster of grapes. 
and they bear it between two upon a staff. One cluster of grape that they put on a staff and bear it between two people. Now, I don't know how you read the Bible. I, I don't know. Let's just stop for a second. Anybody ever been to like H-E-B, something like that, and bought some grapes, you know? And y'all ain't going to raise your hand no matter what I ask you. Amen. <laughs> Thought I'd see just as many hands up on that one. Praise God. Imagine if you go to H-E-B and you see somebody over there in the uh, produce section. And they pick up one cluster of grapes and attach it to a pole. And then, and then two people, because these are some big grapes. And two people pick up a pole and start heading to the checkout line with one cluster of grapes that come from H-E-B. She laughing. Why are you laughing at us? Why are you laughing? Because we carrying the grapes that came from H-E-B. Now, you can imagine there's a little bitty little cluster of grapes right here and two of us can. What would y'all think? We crazy than the mug. What's two of y'all doing carrying this carrying that little bit? So obviously, if it took two men to bear it, it wasn't a little cluster of grapes that you understand. It must be a real big cluster of grapes that it would require two men to carry it. Amen. Whereas they like walking. And we like, and they like, and they gotta like walk because it's difficult for you to do it all by yourself. Look at this, the blessing that God has in store for you is going to be even difficult for you to carry all by yourself. Y'all got to get this. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to let you hold the grace by yourself. Praise God. <laughs> so we, we carry this big old custard grapes and they got this big old pomegranate. Anybody ever seen a pomegranate? Can you imagine them? They got some old dudes back there rolling the pomegranate and they're like, hey man, watch that pomegranate you pushing. And they're like, this big old pomegranate. Thank you. Have a seat. Stay right there. Stay right there. Stay right there. And so, and so, check this out. No, have a seat. No, stay right there though. Right there. Amen. Praise God. And so, verse 25 said, and they returned from searching the land and after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation and the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Now, now, those of us who were here last week, you already know what I'm about to do. So y'all go ahead and work with me and stuff. We already know that they were coming back. We already know that everybody knew that they sent them out. They sent them out in a big celebration and everything outside there. And everybody know that they're coming back with word about this awesome land that God already said he's going to give us. So when they came back, they was already talking, already excited, already pumped up, already like just, this is like celebration. It's like, this is what I'm talking about, man. They about to give us the report. So we, we on our way back now. Y'all go ahead and start talking out loud between each other. And like, like everything's just going to be one of and then like they talk about how excited you are and, and man, you can't wait to get there and I'm going to get me some new drapes. Come on up in here. You know, the ladies was talking about, I'm going to get me some new drapes. Praise God, because I remember that place I was living in before. It was jacked up, but woo, we about to live good now, baby. We about. So now Moses steps out and says, uh-uh, excuse me, excuse me. We have the men that are now going to report about what they found in the promised land. And of course, all y'all is, so here these two brothers come up. And we like. Whoa. Okay, on three, man, on three. One, two, <laughs> big old grace drop. And could you imagine the size of the gnat that's following that sucker? Praise God. Amen. Big old grapes drop sitting up in there. And y'all say. And start giving high fives like, man, I told you it's gonna be great. I told you. 
Oh, you can go ahead and take your spot. I know you got notes. And so, and, and, and showed him the fruit of the land, verse 27. And they told him and said, we came unto the land whither thou sentest us. And surely it flowed with milk and honey. Now, every time I say something, y'all got to respond. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled. And they're very great. And even on top of that, that's what moreover. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites. And the Jebusites. And the Amorites. And Ike and Tina Turner. They dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea. And by the coast of Jordan. I like this in verse 30. It says, and Caleb still the people before Moses. We learned last week that, Mo, that Caleb bust all in there and say, hey, shut that stuff up. Oh, y'all shut up. Y'all shut up all that moaning. Then he went ahead and gave his report. He said, let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. Look at Caleb. Caleb said, we are well able to overcome it. Now you'd have thought they'd have been like fired up and been thinking like, yeah, okay, okay. But before they can even get fired up, say, but the men that went up with them said, they just bust all past Caleb, knocked him out the way. We be not able to go up against the people. We be not able. They all off in their bonnets too. Praise God. We be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. They brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel saying, here's the evil report, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. Oh, wow. no. Now you stop and think about that. Who the heck would want to go to a land that's going to eat them up? As soon as they take a step on the land, be like, praise God. Gulp. Burp. And they're like, what happened to Johnny? He got ate up by the land. But I still ain't figured out how in the heck all these people is on the land when it's eating them up. Can I give you a little, you know, bad reports don't have to make sense. They just be stupid. It's just enough to snatch your faith. We move on. It says that the land through which we, it's eating up people. And all the people that they saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. So we were in their sight. Now we already learned that the real problem is, is their own view. That they went there and their view was tainted by a lot of other things that they saw, which made them feel small in their own eyes. And because they were small in their own eyes, then as far as they were concerned, it can't be done. And bad news carries fast. And they came back and spread. And think about it. When we first walked up to get a report, what was everybody's attitude? But by the time the report was over, what was everybody's attitude? They did not contend for the faith, but they let somebody else come and give a report that snatched their faith from them, take their faith from them. So that we learned last week that two out of three point five million made it into the promised land. Two 
out of three point five million. Now you stop and think about that. San Antonio's population is over one point five million presently. When we get the next census, we'll find out what it is. But it's presently one point five million. It happens to be the fastest growing city over one point five million in the nation. It's because it's the promised land. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But it was last count, 1.5 million. And folk having babies all over the place. Praise God. And moving in, too. Praise God from all over the place. So, praise God. Amen. So, the number's growing. But can you imagine doubling San Antonio's um, population and adding one-third into it on top of that? And then out of all those people, you and her are the only one that get what it is that God has and stuff for you. Is that correct? No, she said, no, me and <laughs> Can you imagine something like, this is just an example, baby. This is just an example. She's like, I'm holding on to my faith. Praise God. Can you, she over here talking about her too now. Look, 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 look. And so can you imagine only two people, I ain't going to use y'all because y'all know how to act. Only y'all two know how to, is going to get this thing. Isn't that jacked up? But it's quite as kept. That's the reality of Christianity. I just told you the reality of Christianity. Because most people are in the majority of never stepping into the things that God has in store for them. Although he delivered you out of one thing, he cannot get you to what he has in store for you. Because you refuse to cooperate with him because you prefer to listen to your other head and all the other information that comes as a result of it. The, you refuse to look at, listen to uh, the truth of the word of God. You prefer to listen to all the other information that's in your head, all your past, all the things that happened before, all the things that people told you, all it is that they told you in the past, all they telling you about now. Everything is is more important than what it is that God has to say. Listen to this. Now, tell me this ain't jacked up. We're back in Numbers 13 and Kate in verse 30 and Caleb still the people before Moses. Caleb stilled the people before Moses, which means Moses was standing right there. Now, Moses is the head. He the one that first heard this from God. So he's supposed to be, if nobody else, when the re- people start giving a bad report, he's supposed to stand up and check them. And be like, hold up, time out, pause button, shut up, snatch the mic. How you getting up here telling all my peoples all this kind of stuff? How you coming up here telling all my peoples they can't have this? How you coming up here telling all my peoples they can't be this and can't do this? You better sit down. Shut, y'all better come get your family. Before I heard them up in here. All I went through going up in Pharaoh's face all them times to be able to get y'all up out of the, that Egyptian bondage and someone let somebody come up in here and get in the way of this stuff. Oh, no. See, I, y'all about to find out that I'm about to wear you out. Don't forget I got this stick in my hand. That's what's supposed to happen. But here the head ain't saying nothing. But it's just letting the negative conversation go forward. See, God wants to fill your head with so much word that anytime anything comes up that says anything contrary, that your head will step up and be the head that it's supposed to be. I'm teaching real good right now. The problem is, is most of our minds have not been renewed by the word of God. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope you're gaining the understanding of responding properly to God's Word. I hope even more that regardless of what you previously did, that you made up your mind to respond properly to God's Word from this time forward. Because it's our proper response to God's Word that makes what God promised can happen in our lives to actually happen in our lives. Saying to God, let's respond properly to God's Word. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. 
or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas this weekend, come visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every child of God should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been such a tremendous blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you, thank you. Galatians chapter 6 says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he will do. That is, make sure that you reap the harvest from the seed sown by you. We thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 